Welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And um, today I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to talk about something that's been on my heart probably for about a week now, and I really feel pressed to talk about it. So we're going to kind of go through some verses, and then I'm just going to kind of speak a little bit. I am kind of under the weather, but um, we're going to get this thing done and uh, because I feel like it's it's a trying time for something like this. You know, it's it's necessary. It's needed. So um, we're going to jump into some prayer and then we'll go from there. Awesome. God, I thank you for this time that I have with these listeners. I thank you for the ability to speak about you freely. What a blessing, Lord. I, 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 I don't take that lightly, Lord. And I pray that these listeners don't take that lightly in understanding that people are getting persecuted for speaking the name of Jesus in other countries, Lord. And today, I just pray over those countries, over the over the persecuted and, and the persecutors, Lord, that you just reveal Jesus to them, Lord, and an understanding of why he came and that he didn't just come for p- people that does not include them, Lord, that but he came for them as well. Personally, um, I pray that that the persecutors receive that revelation. I pray, pray that the persecuted, um, I pray that they are given a supernatural strength to endure and to continue to honor you, Lord, um, in whatever it is that they're going through. Um, Lord, I pray that this message today just, I pray that it really convicts, Lord, and pr- prunes us, um, helps us recognize that we are the branches and that you are the vine dresser, Lord. Dress us today, um, cut us up, Lord, and help us um, in the future, Lord, um, with whatever it is that you have for us, Lord, but help us in, uh, receive an understanding that we need to submit, that there is a submission that is required. There is an obedience that is required. There is discipline that is required, Lord. Um, Help us understand that requirement and help us pursue that. I say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so this has been on my heart for a while, and I feel like it's something to talk about because I feel, you know, as I myself seek the Lord daily, I feel like this this really holds true to something that I've seen over the course of my relationship with God and just talking to people um, about God and about the gospel and just about all these things, all these things. And I feel like like people, churches, and and we've grown so accustomed to speaking about blessing, 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 rather than transformation. I feel like like the true blessing is in the transformation. And I feel like it's something that really needs to be talked about more often. So that's what I want to talk about today is an under, get an understanding. So we have an understanding as a whole, whoever it is that's listening to this right now, that we together have an understanding that our relationship with God is not about being blessed. Our relationship with God is about looking like his son. Um, I feel like we've made God all about blessing us rather than looking more like his son like our job here is here on earth the last thing that Jesus says is 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 to go out and share the gospel right basically right if that if that's our job here on earth and that's what Jesus essentially came to do how do we do that right looking more like his son there's a transformation that needs to happen right and and sadly what does that cause us to do to look more like his son that causes a death to ourselves and people do not want to die. People want the blessing and they don't want the death that comes before that, right? 
And, and I feel like this really needs to be talked about. So we're going to talk about this today and we're going to really press in and try to gain an understanding of why Jesus came for restoration in relationship with the Father, right? We fell from that because of the very first sin and you can see it. It's so apparent in the world and we're going to talk about that later. We're going to dive into the verse that talks about what it's going to, what the, the end and how it's going to look like. And, and we are living in these, these times. It's not hard to see, um, excuse me, it's not hard to see and look around and, and see what's going on. It's not hard. And, and, and the, the thing is, is a lot of those are the deeds of the flesh, right? And we can go into that as well. I don't have that written down um, in my notes, but I do remember where it is. And let's let's run through that real quick, right? Let's um, Let's go through that so we have an understanding of what um, that is, right? Because it's good to know these things, right? So going into Galatians 5, <clears throat> let's just start at 5.16. So I say walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. This is transformation, right? We need to walk by the Spirit. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh, so here are the deeds of the flesh. So here's where we need to die to ourselves, right? These are things that we have to overcome when we can overcome them through the blood of Jesus Christ, right? That's why he died is so that we may be made righteous and restored in right relationship with the Father so that we may be able to be restored back to, uh, you know, the fruits of the Spirit, right? Right relationship with God, receiving love from him, loving him back, and in turn becoming who we essentially are, which is, um, you know, the, the fruits of the Spirit, right? Here's, so verse, um, like I said, I'm in Galatians 5, and we're on verse... Um, 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish, selfish ambition, ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. If that doesn't instill fear in you, I don't know what does. Okay, so let's let's deny the flesh. Let's walk in the spirit. It says that the people that act, that the acts of the flesh that walk in the flesh are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Now understand there is grace for that, right? That's why we go to the cross. Now repentance isn't crying to God, right? It's okay, I need to change. That's that's true repentance is not going to him. I mean, that's what they try to do in the Old Testament by continuing to offer these sacrifices and sacrifices. We need true repentance which is basically saying, okay, I need to change. Lord, help me. Help me receive your son. Give me a revelation of your son, right? Which is an understanding of what he did and an understanding that I am made righteous and by by his blood, I'm able to walk in the fruit of the spirit, right? Okay, so verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So if people are, are, are walking in the Spirit, let's not envy them, right? Let's desire to have the same revelation that they had. Let's, let's have an understanding that there's grace for us to do the same, right? Let's not envy that. Let's 
um, let's walk in that as well, right? <clears throat> so let's go to, um, going back to where I wanted to start at, 2 Timothy 3, verse 12. And uh, let's see, it says, so <clears throat> going back to, you know, people want to receive blessing, okay? We, re we really need transformation, okay? So I want to talk about persecution. The Lord doesn't say, you know, oh, <clears throat> You're going to be blessed and this and that. Of course, blessing is awesome. Yes. But he also says that you're going to be persecuted, right? Verse 12. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. You're going to be persecuted. Okay. The closer you are to God, the more persecuted you're going to be. The more closer you are to the world, the more glorified you're going to be by the world. Okay. Who do we want to follow? We want to follow Jesus, right? Right, that, you know, we're gonna go and we're gonna talk about the world here in a second about how it's gonna be, and and this is just a, this is why because we are, we are in contradiction with the world, coming against them, so they're gonna persecute us, right? Because they don't agree with what it is that we're doing, who it is that we are, and <clears throat> and of course our job is to love them, love them, love them, love them, and in that love. And, and us dying to ourselves and making the decision to turn the other cheek and love someone who hates us, they'll see the love of Christ. And hopefully, they'll turn to the love of Christ as well. So back in uh, verse 12, right? Um, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continuing what you have learned... And have become convinced of because you know those from whom you have learned it. And how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Okay, that's how we get equipped right through the word of God. It teaches us. It rebukes us. It corrects us and it trains us in righteousness. These are the things that we need to be seeking. These are the, these are the, the, this is the blessing. This is the blessing that we need to start pointing at that we need to receive, right? Not your cars, your finances, your, your whatever it is that, you know, we're, we're so, the American culture has so grown to looking at God as someone who can bless us. no. The, the whole point is for us to go out and be love, multiply love, receive love from God. Then as you stare and you look at him, you see yourself as who he sees you as. And then we see others as he sees them. It's, it's like a big mirror, right? We, 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 as God's face shines upon us, it shines out off of this mirror out into the world, right? We're called to be salt and light, right? Th this matters, man. This matters. This matters. So now let's go back to Matthew 5.10. Matthew 5.10. Blessed. Okay? Let's speak of real blessing. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay? <clears throat> blessing is being persecuted. It, it's, it's, you know, like, like I, I really, we need more messages about Dying to the flesh, dying to self, looking more like his son. And as we look more like his son, the gospel is really fulfilled in our lives. It's really fulfilled in our lives whenever we 
are able to understand that we are clothed in his righteousness. We are free from sin and we can walk in the inheritance that God has for us. Like, let's wake up, church. Come on. God's calling us to wake up. Jesus is coming, okay? He's coming. He's really coming, okay? There's no time to, you know, go in church and just sit down and, and, and warm a seat, you know, on Sundays and then go out and party and drink and, and, and et cetera throughout the week or or you're going to church just because your friends go to church and because it's a good place to hang out with good people. No, you're going to miss the point. You're going to miss what God has for you. You're going to miss, like, let's go for him, okay? We're not going for all these other things, right? Okay, let's go to John 15. John, we're in John 15, 18, okay? I'm getting there, I'm getting there, John 15, okay? 18, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. This is Jesus speaking, right? It hated him first. If you belong to the world, it would have loved you as, as, as its own. So if you're being loved as the world, then you're of the world, right? If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated him first. Verse, uh, we're in verse 19. As it is, you do not belong to the world, okay? So this is a declaration you need to hold on to. You do not belong to the world. You are chosen. It says, but I have chosen you out of the world. Jesus, Jesus Christ is choosing you. Whoever it is that I'm talking to, he's choosing you. You do not belong to the world. Do not claim it. Do not receive that. Your words have the power of death and life. Say it. Speak it over yourself. I am chosen. I don't belong to the world. I belong, I belong to Christ Jesus, right? That is, okay, going back in. Um, we're still in verse 19. It says, that is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. Who is our master? Jesus. Okay, we are no greater than his, than him. And the world hates him. The world hates him. Verse, uh, we're, we're in verse 20. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name. For they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin, right? He's already spoken. He's already came. We have the word of God. We know it, right? Verse 23, whoever hates me hates my father as well, okay? So if you're out there and you've been transformed, you've received the Holy Spirit, you've left behind your sin, you're walking in righteousness that, that he get, has given you freely, okay? If they hate you and they hate, not only look at it as they don't hate you, they hate God. Not only do they hate God, they hate Jesus. So whenever you're out there and you're loving people and they're not receiving it or they're not treating you the way that 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 that, that they really should, right? Because we're supposed to, you know, love our neighbor. If they're not loving their neighbor and you're trying to love your neighbor, don't don't look at it as if they don't love you. They don't they don't love him. They don't yeah, they hate him. Of course that shouldn't stop us from from loving them. We continue to love them because that's what we're called to do. As we die to ourselves, we, we continue to love people, whether they're worthy or not. Christ Jesus says that they're all worthy. Whether they walk in it or not, it's their choice. He has given us a free will to walk in it. Verse 24, if I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen me, and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. Okay? <clears throat> this is this this needs to be preached on guys. We need to talk about this, man. 
You can be clothed in righteousness. You can be free from sin. But it's going to take a death to yourself. It's not all about blessing. The gospel is not all about blessing. The gospel is Jesus Christ dying on a cross for us. So that we, so that we may be covered in his righteousness, right? We are made righteous by his stripes, right? So now let's go into what this world will look like, right? It's 2 Timothy 3, <clears throat> verse 1. Here's going to tell you how you know what, how we're in the last days. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. What is one of the biggest things that's preached right now? Self-love. Love yourself, right? Don't love others. Love yourself. Lovers of money. It doesn't take much to look at all of the rap videos that are they're, they're making right now when they're all they do is have you know i bet there is a handful of rap videos that don't have some guy with money in his hand throwing it or you know waving it all over the place right this is how we know right was that going around in the 90s probably what isn't wasn't as much of it so um let's go let's keep going boastful proud abusive right we see that all over the news there's you know nfl players abusing you know girlfriends all that types of stuff right it's all over the place disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanderous without self-control brutal not lovers of the of the good treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god having a form of godliness but denying its power Having nothing to have nothing to do with such people. So hold on. Let's go to that having a form of godliness but denying its power. To me, what this speaks volumes to me, this is the people that say, oh, you know, we're all sinners. Okay? There is power in godliness, and we need to have an understanding of that. This is this whole, this whole what I'm talking about, right? Having a form of godliness but not denying its power. There is power. You know, it says in here that that there is that we have been given power and authority. We are heirs of Christ. We are sons and daughters of Christ. We receive him. We are adopted into the kingdom. Okay? Let's claim the power. Let's claim the power of the blood. If 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 we are, are you know saying that we're always going to be sinners, we're denying the power of the blood. Th th then what, what then it, who is your savior? Who is your savior? Is it Jesus or is it when you die? Is it is it death? Did Jesus not come so that you can live a life free of sin? I like I don't uh, I don't understand that. I don't I don't understand that. You know, it, the the blood has power. For us to say, "Oh, that's just how we were made." Oh, that's just, you know, that's how like like a lot of guys talk about um, you know, um sexual immorality and, you know, guys that that stare at women. Oh, that's just our nature. That's just our nature. Well, man, like be free from that, man. Be free from that. If you're experiencing that not, that right now, recognize you are free. You are free. Walk in it. You are free. There is freedom. Okay? I hope chains are being broken off while I'm talking to you about this. That you are, I, I really hope that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now and understanding. I hope that chains are falling. They're being broken. Broken. We prophesy that in, in Jesus' name. Chains are broken. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Chains are broken. Be free. Be free. Walk in it. Freedom. Be covered in his righteousness. Be covered in his blood that makes you clean and as white as snow. Okay? Verse 6. Okay? We're still in uh, 2 Timothy 3. 
verse 6. We're going to go ahead and finish out this uh, paragraph. They are, they are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women. Look at that. There's how, how much of that is around? Worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women. Taking advantage of, 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 of women, right? Going back in. Who are loaded down with their sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires. Always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so also these teachers oppose truth. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. Their foolishness, right? We see this everywhere. We see this everywhere. I see this in the school that I go to repeatedly all over the place. It floods this place. That we need to be a light. We can change if we set the example of what it is that Christ followers look like. What does it look like to love with the truth? What does it look like? We have to go out there. We have to be more. This is how chains get broken is by conviction, by pruning, by letting letting uh, the vine dresser prune us, right? He needs to cut off the things that don't belong there and throw them into the fire. This it's it's necessary. It's a part of the Christian life. It's a part of sanctification. It's how we 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 really walk in true blessing, true blessing. Okay, we all want to be blessed. This is the true blessing right here. True blessing is when we wake up and we die to ourselves, and we decide that we're going to walk in the righteousness that Jesus Christ died for us for. That is the blessing. That is the blessing that we need to receive. Okay, it's not about your money. It's not about getting your Lexus. It's not about being free from, you know, or uh, it's not about getting, you know, the, the job that you want. Of course, all those things are awesome and they're amazing, but that is not the ultimate blessing. The ultimate blessing is that you're adopted into the, into the kingdom of God and you are now a son and a daughter of Christ. That is the blessing. Praise the Lord. You know, if, if, if we die today, if, if one of us gets in a car accident today and we get to go and live in the kingdom of God, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're, they're thinking that, oh, I can get saved one day. I can change one day. Well, anything can happen at, at a moment's time, at a moment's time. There are a lot of people I know right now that are going through stuff. God's given them so many chances and he's had so many grace for them and he's going to continue to give them chances, I'm sure. But there, there comes a point in time when we have to, we have to put our foot down and we have to go ahead and walk in it. We have to walk in it, man. We can't continue to hold on to these worldly crutches that will not help us walk, right? All we're going to, we're, we're barely getting by. We're on these crutches that we're barely walking by with and we're dragging our feet and we're moping around and we're, we're no, <coughs> the Lord says that you are free. We need to walk in the freedom and the inheritance that he has for us. Okay. If, if we died with him, we also live with him, Right. We endure. We also reign with him. We disown, right? If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he will still remain faithful for he cannot disown himself, right? Right? Come on. Let's let's walk in it, man. And I, I hope that this poured into you. I hope that this drove home, uh, you know, uh, freedom into your life. I hope, I really pray that chains are breaking, through this message today. This is something that's been on my heart and I'm really glad that 
you know, like, like, like really the Holy Spirit moved and, and really spoke through me in this moment. And I, I hope that, 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 that someone is being set free right now. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to pray out. And then, you know, you guys walk in it, walk in it, son and daughter. He's calling you home. He goes and he chases down the one. He leaves the 99 to come and find you. He wants you. He desires you. He wants relationship with you. He loves you. He does. All right. Awesome. God, I just, I thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for being here with us in this moment. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love, your unconditional love, Lord. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your covering, Lord. Thank you for, thank you for your son, God. Thank you that we are made righteous, that his blood calls us righteous, Lord, that it calls our sins wiped clean, Lord. Help us have an understanding and a revelation that, that of what he did on the cross and how beautiful and how wonderful it was, Lord, that he, he went up there and he, he took the weight and the sin of the world, the entire world for us. He sweat blood and tears for us so that we might be restored in right relationship with you, Abba. Yes, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you. I praise you. We lift your name up. We worship you. We lift you high, Lord. We love you, Lord. Help us have a revelation of your love so that we in turn love you back. There is no choice for us but to give the unconditional love back that you have given us, Lord. Help us, Lord. See that. Give us eyes to see. Remove the eyes of the flesh, Lord. And open the eyes of our spirit, Lord. Open the ears of our spirit that we may hear and close the ears of our flesh that we may drown out everything that is of the world, Lord. Help us drown out with our sight everything that is of the world. Help us have discernment, Lord, and understanding and clarity and wisdom of that which is of the world and that which is not of the world, Lord. Help us walk in it, Lord. Help us be covered, covered by your love. Immerse us. Help us Help us wake up in the morning and grab our flesh by the neck and submerse it in the presence of God so that we may be made right, so that we may, we may discipline ourselves. Help us remember that there is discipline in walking with you. There is a sanctification. There's a place, Lord, you say in your word that we are to walk out our sanctification with fear and trembling, Lord. Help us have an understanding, Lord. Help us have an understanding when your word says that, that, that people said, didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I cast out in your uh, demons in your name? And you're going to say, I never knew you. Help us not be people that point to our works, Lord, because our works are nothing but dirty rags. Our works are nothing but dirty rags. Help us point to our relationship with you. This is about restoration, Lord. I love you. I love you. We love you today. With the utmost love, you are all that we desire. You are all that we need. You are all that we could ever want, ever need, ever could fathom. Your love is immensely beautiful and it covers from as far as the left is to the right, as far as the east is to the west across the galaxies, into outer space, across the sun. Lord, help us have an understanding and a revelation of that. Pour that into us in this moment. Break chains. If people are experiencing chains of depression and anxiety, break those chains by your blood, Lord. Those chains are broken. 
Anybody that is bound by sexual immorality or lust, chains are broken in this moment in Jesus' name. Help us have an understanding that we are clothed in your righteousness, Lord. Any any uh, resentment, Lord, any, any resentment to others, any unforgiveness of others, Lord, break the chains. The chains are being broken right now in your life. The, the chains are being broken. Help help us have an understanding, Lord, in Jesus' name. These, these chains are broken, Lord. Help us walk in this, Lord. Oh, Lord, 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 thank you. Thank you for all that you've done for us and all that you've blessed us with, Lord. Give us understanding. Give us rev- revelation. The Bible says that you have not because you ask not. Lord, we ask today that you give us revelation. You give us an understanding of what your son did for us. Help us remember, Lord, you say in, in your word, uh, to, to, that we drink of your blood and we eat of, of your, your flesh, Lord, in remembrance. Help us remember every single day when we wake up what you did and that your blood calls us righteous. Give us an understanding of re- remembrance, Lord. And as we discipline ourselves to remember, help us walk it out. We want to be living, walking, breathing, speaking examples of the gospel, Lord. This isn't something that we just preach with our mouth, Lord. We want, th- we want to walk this out. Help us, Lord. Give us give us the understanding to walk this out, Lord. I thank you for this time that we've had together. I say these things in the beautiful, mighty, wonderful, everlasting Alpha and Omega name. In Jesus' name, amen.